0: Welcome back to my new podcast mini-series, where I will be discussing three different lesser-known psychological disorders that aren't as frequently talked about in modern media over the course of three episodes. Hopefully, you enjoyed the first episode and the second episode about Capgras Syndrome and Alice in Wonderland Syndrome. In this episode, we take a look at Alien Hand Syndrome. Well, what is Alien Hand Syndrome? Alien hand syndrome, also known as Dr. Strangelove syndrome, is a bizarre condition in which the person loses control of their hand and it begins to behave on its own. It refers to one limb's involuntary complicated goal-directed action. The term alien hand has become more liberal in recent years, requiring observable involuntary motor activity as well as the sensation that the limb is foreign or has its own volition. According to Medscape, This illness is characterized by the feeling that one's hand does not belong to oneself, but has its own life. Alien hand syndrome patients have had normal sensations, but believe that their hand is autonomous and has a will of its own. The unaffected hand is under the individual's control, whereas the disease hand has its own agenda, according to those who suffer from alien hand syndrome. Individuals with injury to the corpus callosum, which links the two cerebral hemispheres of the brain, may develop the syndrome. Stroke and injury to the parietal lobe are two other further possibilities. The hands appear to be an intermanual conflict or an ideomotor apraxia, which means they are acting in opposition to each other. After stroke, trauma, or malignancy, some people experience alien hand syndrome. It's been linked to cancer neurological illnesses and brain aneurysms in the past. The syndrome has been linked to corpus callosum surgery as well as brain tumors, aneurysms, degenerative brain illnesses, and in rare cases, stroke. Only a few examples of alien hand as a manifestation of cardioembolic stroke have been described. The corpus callosum and or posterior parietal cortex Supplementary motor area and anterior cingulate cortex have all been linked to alien hand syndrome. Patients with alien hand syndrome have had their brain activity studied during using functional ana- MRI. The activation of the numerous fast brain networks occurs during the commencement of motor activity in normal people. Only salutary, salutary activation of the contralateral primary motor cortex is reported in patients with alien hand syndrome. It has been postulated that the lesions in the parietal cortex cause the contralateral primary motor area to be isolated from the intentional planning processes, resulting in isolated activation. The difference between alien behavior and reflexive behavior is that the former is freely purposeful while the latter is required. The sufferer may be unaware of what the alien hand is doing until it is brought to his or her attention, or that the hand is doing something to call their attention to its actions. The afflicted hand is perceived as wayward and sometimes disobedient, and often out of their own volitional control, whereas the unaffected hand is in control. The hands appear to be operating in opposition to each other at times, especially in patients who have had damage to the corpus callosum, which connects the two brain hemispheres. The release of a drive to to compulsively use objects that present themselves in the surroundings around the patient is characterized by the French neurologist Francoise Lermette as a related illness. In certain ways, the patient's conduct is extricably tied to the affordances given by objects in the intermediate peripersonal environment. As discussed in the two other podcast episodes, I think that there is an extremely gray area between whether this disorder is neurological or psychological. In my opinion, I think that again, this is an extremely gray area and is both. I think that there is always a debate on whether it should be one or the other, but as seen in Capgras Syndrome and in Alice in Wonderland Syndrome, it can be a neurological disorder with psychological implications or the other way around. What do you think? Let me know. Thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Sonia Banerjee and I really appreciate the fact that you have been listening this whole time and please do not hesitate to contact me or to ask about anything um, I enjoy educating people, and I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed the other two podcasts in this series.